lost, but I'm still in like I'm filmic. But you still stick, flipping buddies real quick for the music. Get the meal quick to the table, get your filter. Can't remember how to feel shit. Take a real hit to the ego. Pop a pill, sip, no placebo. Now that real shit you said you people. Make you real sick, play the people. Now that hell shit becoming lethal. Hey, see, I've been falling back, watch you get from a distance. No please, oh, bees from the children. Uh, no fees, cold feet when it's finished. Uh, no peace in the streets that we live in. I can't say shit that'll make y'all change So I'ma stay rich in this good y'all claim Forever rich in the cut, it's a wrap Ain't talking about the cash, but we keep it in the bag, no cap What is up everybody, it's your boy AB Guapo Here with King Dom and I We are back on another episode of the Forever Rich Podcast How you doing? I'm doing good, man Week was eventful uh, Like I said, I went out, of, went out of town for work purposes And I uh, went up to the Virginia, D.C. area uh, for work and learn some shit, some, some new perspectives of work. Um, it's kind of funny, though, just because, like, you know, like, I don't know about you, but when you go to work events, it's like you get put in, like, a, a office setting or training setting with all these people you don't know and shit. And then it's like, y'all don't really talk. Like, you may say, like, if you need to talk to someone, you're, like, kind of just, like, whatever you need to accomplish, you get it done. But then it's like the more, the, the more closer you get towards the end of the week or the end of the trip is like the more like y'all start talking and then you start becoming cool and legit and, you know, friends with everybody. And it's like right, like the night before everyone's about to leave is when everyone like really gels together. And it's just like, damn, bro. It's like, it's crazy how life works. It's like you one minute, you just like, uh, like, these people, it's just like whatever, and then it's like, yo, hit me up when you get back to you know, wherever you live, and like you know, shit type shit. So it's crazy how the world works. Um, yeah, I think the dynamic and like compared to the military and the um, civilian world, that's like where the dynamic is a lot different. Um, you seem to like it takes a really long time to warm up to people. I feel like in the civilian world where you're like working and stuff. You're like, oh, man, you know, like, there's this guy at work. He cool. Y'all talk a couple times, but you never really, like, take the next step. You don't ever want to, like, actually hang out with them outside of work. And there's nothing wrong with them. Like, it's not like one of those, like, sometimes it's one of those people where it's like, I don't really fuck with him like that, but he cool. And then other times it's like, no, this dude really is hella cool. We just don't ever talk outside of work. And it's like, I just never understood. But then, like, when we joined the military, it's like, you at work one day and you just like you could barely know someone for like five minutes and you're like you trying to go out drinking after this, yeah hell yeah and and then you're like best friends it's like I never really understood why the dynamic is so different but it's just a lot different. Yeah, it's, and then the crazy part is I like I met a real like a, like some actual cool ass people and like their whole mind like just like pickpocketing their brains and their mindsets and and shit like that and then like kind of like educate you on some shit and then you educate them on some shit and then they'd be like some real cool shit and then like I said it's just like the moment y'all start really kicking it then it's just like all right well I gotta go like you know I gotta go back to the crib or you know I gotta go but like I knew uh I was cool with a few cats uh most of them were east coast so I had one dude from Pennsylvania one was two of them were New York and then I had one dude west Texas so it was like and we were like kicking it the whole last few days and it was just like after it was like all right hey man hit me up if you in houston or hey yo when you in pa come out not port arthur for my texans you know i know people get 
we we got in me and AB got into a long discussion with someone else about that. But um, yeah, so it's like pretty cool. But then it's like traveling sucks, bro. Like I don't know. I don't know if it's just because of the bad juju I had in the military, but it's like people's anxiety in the in the airports is like on a fucking like. 10 grid out of zero to 10 they always be on tens when it gets to the airports like i was sitting in i got there to the airport when i was leaving houston to go to virginia super early and so i'm just sitting there you know on my phone or whatever and then you know of course you know they start going over the intercom talking about yo you you know we're about to start boarding and then like 75 people are like stressed like standing up there like motherfucking like they're about to go to the slaughterhouse and they're just like waiting it's like all panicking about what, like, are they going to call priority one? Or are they going to call boarding group one? Or like, like, bro, like, one, it's united. You already, like, your seat's picked. Like, you don't have to, you're like, it's not, it, I can understand if it was like Southwest, where it's like you, like, you pick your seat. So it's like first come, first serves. I could see, you're like, your anxiety, like, OCD or whatever, like, on 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 us. I need 10. that motherfucking window seat. Yeah, I need that window I'm seat. Get the window seat in but aisle it's like fifteen. You already have your seat picked out. You like you already like, and they're like literally like like, and they're all crowding around the little lanes for you to go. And it's like, bro, is, is it really that serious? Like, you'll be really freaking yes, out about it that. It is to them. Like you're it gonna miss to your flight just because you're boarding class, you're boarding group three. And you have to be at the line before they call boarding group three or you're going to miss the flight. It's like, chill, bro. I just don't never understand it. I think it's just like a entitlement type thing sometimes. Like, I feel like people who buy like certain sets, like, you know, like first class or business class, whatever airline you're flying on, they, they feel like they need to get on the plane first because they spend the most money or whatever. And it's like, it really doesn't freaking matter. Like you said, if unless you're flying Southwest, you're gonna sit in your assigned seat. You know, it's not one of those things where it's like, it's it's up for grabs. Like, you know, if you got business class tickets, yeah, you, you you're gonna sit in first class. Like, you're gonna sit in the nice seats or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. People are just weird, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's like maybe it's like a scarcity thing. Like they feel like if they're not on the plane, something's gonna happen, and then they can just say like, oh, well, I'm already on the plane, so uh, you know, we're 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 good to go. I don't. I really don't know. That's the only thing I can really think of. Yeah, I also had one of those cans on the flight because, like, the flight was full. It's of course you're going from one major city to another major city, so it was like the flight was full. So they were like, "Hey, you know, if they saw your bag was a little bit bigger than most of the little carry-on bags, whatever, they asked you to check it in." And so there, there was like a few little areas up in the the top cabin where you can slide like your backpacks and stuff in there. And this chick was really mm-hmm. going on a fucking 20 minute rant talking about they lied to us. They said that this flight would like there was going to be no room for my bag. And I see like there's a whole bunch of overhead um, storage units that, you know, have a little space. And then like the stewardess was just like, I'm sorry, like I, we don't control that. That's that's the airport. Like if they ask you to check in your bag. We don't have any control of that. So, I mean, she and then like. The, the stewardess was like very professional so i give her kudos on that and i like i wanted to say something but i was like no stay in your lane bro you're on a business trip it's not like you're going somewhere personal where it's not that but i was just like so she was like well you know if you want to go back up there and you can um you can go back up there to the the little check 
the people that check you in and if you want to make a complaint so you can get your back you're more than welcome to do that and then she's like oh no i don't want to delay the flight or anything like that i'm just saying like it's it's so inconvenient it's like so you did all that bitching and complaining and then they give you the opportunity to actually really voice your opinion and then you chicken the shit out because you're like you knew what was going to happen like you were going to create this big scenario where they were going to have to like our flight was not going to leave on time and then so you backed out like so you did all that bitching and complaining for nothing it was like bro like people these days is just so hey, man, i'd rather it's crazy i'd rather be next to a karen as long as they ain't i for some reason like the last two flights i've gotten on i've always been next to a stanky person oh so I'm on just, the way back bro <laughs> on the way back like, literally like some nasty like nutty professor farting you know, like smiling and shit, like just stanking up the whole plane with no regard for any other human life on the plane, just nasty as hell. So as long as I don't get that, I don't care. Like y'all complain. Normally, I like by the time I get on the plane, I got my headphones in, I got whatever show I got downloaded. I'm just waiting for the plane to take off. I'm waiting for the plane to land, man. But if you are on the, if you one of those people on the plane farting and shit, you should be ashamed of yourself. Not even just fart. Not even just that, bro. Like, I was so... It's crazy that you say that because, like, no bullshit. On the way back home, uh, I sat next to a motherfucker like that. And, you know, he's from a different country, so I don't want to be too much... A motherfucker had... He didn't have odor. He had odeared. Like, bro, every time he would fucking move, I you just... It was like, boom, right into your nose. Like, and it lingered. And I was just like... And so, like... I have broad shoulders. I'm I'm fucking I'm super tall. So me sitting in one of these little I and I, of course I had the middle seat out of all fucking seats. So I had a middle seat or whatever, which is fine and dandy. But this dude is like, so he's hefty dude. So he's like sitting there, and then so I'm in the middle, and of course I got, I like I have no room. I can't like if I try not to use the armrest, I'm literally like like my elbows are like pinching into my rib. So I'm like I'm. I'm on both of the armrests or whatever because the, ch- the chick next to the right of me, she was cool. She was just like, yeah, I, you look big as hell, so I ain't even going to fuck with the armrest. But this dude was like trying to like, like, he was getting uncomfortable and I don't even know how because he had short arms, but he kept like thinking like he was Mr. Swole or something. So he was like trying to have them all up here. And then like he would get mad because I would have my armrest down or I would have my arm on the armrest and then he would like try to do something to make me move my, my elbow like he was going to do like where I was going to be like, oh, I don't want my elbow. Like, oh, he's touching my elbow. I don't want... I had that motherfucker pissed off the whole fucking flight because he was over there, like, trying to do everything to get my elbow off the armrest. I was like, bro. <laughs> Y'all was fighting over the armrest. <laughs> I was like... That's very petty, but funny. It is. But I was making a point because this motherfucker was like, oh, I have to ha- have both armrests. And he's sitting at the aisle, dude. Like, but anyway, he was lifting up his fucking arms every five seconds. I was like, oh, I can't deal with this shit. He went to the bathroom, and me and the chick next to me was like, oh, thank God. Like, <laughs> it was bad. I was so I was so happy to get off that flight. So mm. happy. Yes, but, I definitely understand that sentiment. I hate stanky people. So, well, that was an interesting week you had then. Did you do anything in the D.C. area? Did you go out? Um, no, nah, not really. Just because it was a business trip, I didn't want to, you know, go. It's a little different when it's, you know, business. Versus... Didn't want to wild out, you know. You yeah, I didn't want to wild out, miss, here. miss, miss my work day the next day or whatever. Um, though we did the the night before, we got a little, we had a little fun. Um, got 
got some drinks or drank a little bit, you know. Um, so it was a little wild out, but other than that, I kept it professional. And then, you know, you know, I want to be on, you know, uh, TMZ or anything. They're like, oh shit, you know, podcaster from uh Forever Rich podcast out here in in the VADC area, wilding out. So, you know, I stuck to myself. I was like, oh. yeah, we don't we don't need bad publicity. You know, we don't need you to be. Uncle hey, you know what they say? The Lakers. There's no, game. you know, what bad publicity is still good publicity. You know, yeah, you know, yeah, that's true. That's true. So you should have acted a fool. Next time, remember to cut up, cut up in there. You know what I'm saying? Hey, don't Go be acting like you're your... going on business trips either. I'm good on my trips. You know, <laughs> I give myself, oh, right. I give myself, you know, a little Corona. You know, I just be sitting in the side. You know, people walk by me. I'm like, you know, what's up? What's up, dog? Hey, hey John from HR. What's up, John? Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, yeah, I saw that shit, Jay. And make sure you approve my PTO on Monday now. You know, I, I don't want to have to fold you. I don't have to fold you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So you're making threats to the yeah. HR people, huh? Yeah. That works you know, out. Some, sometimes you got to do it. You know, your boss walked by, hey, what's up? You know, hey, Mike. Hey, how you doing? You know, you know, I, I, I saw my performance report. Mm. I don't think I'm going to be signing it, you know, but, uh, you know, well, we can talk about it on Monday. We can talk about it on Monday. I'll, hey, I'll, you want to get a shot? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So you 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 got to do it's like a multi, you know. It's it's one of those things like a fine line, you know. It's you you're personable, but threatening and menacing at the same time, you know. You know. Like, oh, I'm going to be signing the, the the performance report, you know what I'm saying? But uh, you want to get a shot, you know? Like they they feel dread because oh, they know like let's oh. go, let's go grab a beer. Uh, let's talk about my. Uh... <laughs> My rating, you know, they they feel a little dread in themselves, but then at the same time, they're like, you know, he cool, he cool, he cool. So yeah, that's it's a fine balance. I've I've mastered this. I've mastered this. So uh, let's see so how long that lasts. You know, yeah. When I'm unemployed and y'all see me on the side of the street saying homeless veteran will work for food, you know, it didn't work out for me. You know. Oh, From man. forever rich to forever broke. <laughs> the the uh, rise and fall. The <laughs> rise and fall. I'm have my own. I'm gonna have my own uh, Netflix documentary and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be on Lifetime and shit. I'm gonna have a little <laughs> Icon movie on you. Adaptation. But. Yeah. But uh, nah, my week was uh, my week was average. You know, it's warming up here. We're getting close to the spring break season starting uh, actually this week. I think is the first week, so uh, will be interesting. I like, I try to, I'm trying to put my words, to choose my words wisely now, because like I, I'm gonna say like I spring spring break is cool because like, you know, it's a getaway. You get to get out, you know, whatever. If you're getting to college or whatever, but motherfuckers be tripping, bro. Like last wow. year, yeah, last year it was like ridiculous here, you know. But Alabama was like had like an Alabama invasion, I guess that's what they called it, and it was destroying WalMarts and shit like that. That's taking it too far, you know. It this there's a fine line to turning up and just like terrorizing shit, and so that's why like spring break makes me a little antsy, and like the traffic is just really bad during this time. If, if you ever been to Panama, you know like it's a real small town. It's a small town with a city feel. But it's not a city. It's not set up to be a city. This isn't Houston. We don't have six lane highways. We have 
two lane streets. Yeah, it, it's so there are so many people here, but there's nowhere you know to get around. You you stuck on one area. You know you're trying to get to the beach. It takes you three hours just to get to the beach, and it's ten minutes down the road. So. It's cool because, like, I, I fuck with it because, like, there's not a lot of opportunity for businesses and stuff. And you're making a whole bunch of money, you know, good connections and a lot of networking capability and stuff like that. But ugh, the traffic and the just trying to get anywhere is just hell. So it's going to be a, a month of shitty, probably just me staying in my house, you know, unless. Were they tearing up that... your Walmart, the one you go to? No, or no, no. If that would have been my Walmart, I would have had to. Go down there, you know, and, and put some hands on some people. Oh, okay, you know, I was, no, was going to say it was a different you know, one. He was telling people to behave. I was like, damn, they just came to your city, fucked up your Walmart, and you you acting like motherfucking Clint Eastwood out here and shit. Like you fucking youngins, you just destroying everything. <laughs> like, damn, bro. No, you it wasn't my Walmart. Walmart. Be young, you be like fuck them old heads. I'm living my best life. That's when you know when. YOLO yeah, you know what? Now that you just said wow. said about it, you know, I think I'm just gonna go post out in front of the the Walmart they destroyed. So like every weekend, you know, I'm gonna just be posted up like this, you know, pistol on my side. You know what I'm saying? I'll be like, hey, every person that walk back in, I'm like, hey, you look at me. Don't you fuck up in there? All right, I go grocery don't, shopping don't you, in this. Moment. Yeah, yeah, I got to. I I need this shit in here, okay? Milk already five dollars. Don't you fuck no shit up. All right, eggs already low. I don't. I don't need no man. Listen, man, mess some shit up, and you gonna come out. You gonna get smacked upside the side of your head. So you know, I, maybe I'll do that. You know, and I'll do it free of charge. Walmart. You know, all I need from y'all is like a little, you know, a little air, a little commercial. You know, check out the Forever Rich podcast. You know, and the, hey, you got yourself a little personal security. You know, what I'm saying I'll check some IDs. I'll I'll flash back to my veteran days. You know, what I'm saying I'll vest on. Riding around in a patrol car, but like, who is this nigga in the in the parking lot? Talk about park right here. You, you know, got that, and then you got uh, they give you a little stand and everything like AB security. <laughs> got a little AC unit since it's getting warm out inside and shit. You be like sticking your head out the window. Hey, better act right. Hey, I see you. All right, cool. Back where I was, like in motherfucking what is it? <laughs> Friday after next, where they see you big in here? No, you little in here. Sitting there waiting for some action and shit, cussing out some old lady because she she parked crooked in the uh in the hazard lane. Hey man, you can't park here. Yeah, man, you can't get your ass back in your car and park your shit straight right now. I'm sorry, man. No, sir. You don't have to yell at me. You know, I can't hey, I gotta do what I gotta do, man. I protect Let me talk to your manager. I am the manager. I am the manager. I am the manager. CEO, all of it. Now what? Throw <laughs> ass back in the car. She just now. clenches her purse and just like head down, just like speed walking. <laughs> Fine, I'll straighten it out. Dang, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do, man. It's just, people be tripping. So spring break starting, but also you know maybe I'll I'll capture some footage. Be going to this all white party on Saturday as well. But this is a Ku Klux party. No, nah, man, this is, you know, this is like a little rock nation, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to treat it like oh, this. Oh, okay, rock okay. Nation. You said all white party, so I got a little nervous for you. For yeah, a no, I was yeah. like, oh, damn. No, nah, no, nah, ain't that type of party. You know oh, okay. I mean? 
Yeah, yeah, no, this 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 the black all white party. You know oh, okay, okay. So, you gotta be more specific when you say shit like yeah. that, you know. Oh my bad. I get worried. You out you out there in Florida, I get worried and nervous for you. Yeah, no, I didn't mean to confuse any any listeners. No, I ain't Clayton Bisbee. But uh yeah, so you know, I got my all white fit ready. I still haven't picked the shoes out yet, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I I'm I'm gonna get some good footage. I'm gonna get some good, you know, pictures of myself and my all white fit. Got the cigars ready from brought back from Tulum. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'll be on my Rock Nation shit. You know what I'm saying? I'll be out there. They'll be like, is that Amy Guapo out here at the all-white party? I'll be like, yeah, chill, bro. Don't, you know, don't. Sorry, I'm not doing spot, autographs. You know, I'm just I'm here with my autographs. girl. We chilling. We just, we we vibing. You know, we just having a good time. So, yeah. So, we'll see. But, yeah, it's going to be a good week. You know, it's going to be warm. It's going to be nice. It's, it's going to be, it's gearing up. You know, I got some goose ready for, for Saturday. You know, it's a little mm. pre-game goose. It's gonna be, mm, yeah, bro. Did Man, y'all got, finish that? Uh, on deck. Did y'all finish that tequila that we brought back from the states? Ah, oh, yeah, we did. We did it. The only thing about that tequila, excuse me. The only thing about that tequila is that uh, it was like juice. So, like, if y'all don't know, we went down to Tulum, Mexico, which you can see some of the videos of uh, the the trips on our YouTube channel. But uh, we went down to Mexico, and they had tequila tasting. We had a tequila tasting, right? And Miss Tequila was this. This shit was good. It was a uh, mango flavored, and I'm not a big mango person, but this shit was good, right? Mm-hmm. So me, I bought two bottles. He bought a bottle, and we took it back. And I think it was like maybe two weekends ago. Like I poured me some, and I was like, mm, "This shit's so good." And then you know, like. But it was like, next thing you know, the shit was gone, but I still wasn't drunk. Like, we drank the whole thing, and I still wasn't messed up. So it was like, it almost felt like juice. Like, it didn't really feel like tequila. Like, you know how tequila hits you, you know, especially me. You know, I'd be ready to fight. I'd be in the house like, you know, no, give you buck, right? You know, I got the I got the, uh, the playlist playing, the hood ratchet playlist. You know, I'm ready to go to the club. Damn near stomp a nigga out. But, oh. you know, I. It didn't make me get it. Didn't make me get like that, you know. So well, she did say it was, I, it was more good. like a, a wine than it was like you know Patron, Patron, and you know the it's ain't no what uh, what you call it, no um, no Terramana, no uh, what's that Casamigos, you know, ain't no Casam. So um, yeah, they were um, what you call it. So I like I, I was cleaning something. I can't remember what I was doing. Um, I was probably getting ready for it because we just got new windows put into the house and I saw the the bottle of the uh, tequila and I was like, hmm, I wonder if they drank theirs because I haven't touched ours yet. But like I was saying, I'll probably, I'll probably save it until like maybe on one of these road trips uh, for one of these games and we're, we go undefeated or something. I'd be like, yo, try this shit out. It's good as fuck, but I just wanted to see if you guys drank yours because... We still have ours. Yeah, we finished it up. So the only way we can get any more is if we go back to Tulum, supposedly. So maybe you can find something like, uh, kind of like it online. Um, just just because she said that it's only sold there doesn't necessarily mean it isn't like a knockoff or a competition that makes it kind of very similar. But it was really good. I mean, we highly recommend. It. I can't remember the brand. Do you remember the brand name? No, and I have the bottle, but I don't have it near me to even read the name. But, um, yeah, it was a whole bunch of flavors. They had, like, kiwi, 
That was actually good. Tastes like a Jolly Rancher. Yeah, that one was good. Um, chocolate. The mango. They had a chocolate. And then, of course, they had, like, your superior, like, age for, like, 80-year bottle and shit like that. But, you know, I ain't spending $200 on no damn Patron because I don't like tequila yeah, like no. that. I'm not a big tequila drinker. Yeah, if it was, like, some 200 years aged Tennessee or the Cognac, we, we might have mm-hmm. had a little something to talk about. But, man, not enough. Or it was, like, limited edition I don't even know what it would be called. Grey Goose? I'm like, <laughs> you got my attention. You have my curiosity. You know, I have my attention. You know, like, I feel special. Like, uh, you I see can... those, like, uh, NBA edition liquors sometimes they have. They'll be like, like the Hennessy mm-hmm. NBA edition. I feel special when I get a bottle of that. I'm like, oh, I'm fancy now. You know what I'm saying? A little NBA edition. Take a shot, do a little Kobe pose real quick. You know what I'm saying? Hit the, hit the, Jerry West pose after I take a shot, you know. So I feel good after that. So, you know, I'm my ass is cheap. So, but yeah, we know you cheap. But yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Get it how you live. That's how they say. But, Get it how you live. So, um, yeah, but best way to live. Yeah, that's, that's the only way to live, I guess. Nowadays, but yeah, it was it's average week. So it's nothing really important, but um, we are going to talk, I kind of want to talk about, uh, get your opinion on something that I saw coming up this week. Um, one, did you see any of the games? I know you said you didn't watch any of the All-Star game, um, but your Kings, your Kings had a game the other day against the Clippers and went in the highest scoring, second highest scoring game in NBA history. So, you know, and I saw that they're getting an extra televised game, though it's only against the Knicks, you know. So they're mm-hmm. you was worried last week. You was like, "Oh man, we're gonna fall out of the top, the top uh, eight standings." And I was like, "I don't think so. You guys are playing pretty well." So, um, no, I didn't say the top eight. I said the top. We we're third in the West, and I was I was afraid that we was gonna trickle down into the bubble. But you know, a the Kings is. They holding ground, and I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm paying close attention because, like, dead ass serious. Kings make the playoffs. They very first game. I'm not talking about the bubble. I ain't paying to go to the bubble game, but the very first game back in fucking Sacramento. I don't care if it costs me an arm and a leg. I'm going to that motherfucking game, and I'm gonna record it, and it's gonna be live as fuck because you know it's been so long since we've been in the playoffs, and and an actual home game too. I know me, all, me and all my relatives is gonna go ape shit. Like it's gonna be for real, for real. So I'm, hey, ain't nobody paying the, paying close attention to the scores and shit like me right now. And uh, I did, I watched that game. I was stressing out. I was like, fuck, man, because Kawhi wasn't missing. That boy was hitting everything. I was like, god damn, like this, the shit I'm fucking talking about, man, like. Like, we have a star. We don't have a superstar. So, it's like if one of these superstars go on one of these games or you just – you everything you do is just – it's not working, then we're going to get – like, that's it. Yeah. Like, there's nothing we can do. And to to their credit, De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk, they was like, nah, bro, like, we here. Like We winning this. <laughs> and the press – yeah, the press conference was even that, – that was the icing on the cake because they was like, I don't give a fuck who's out there. I don't give a fuck – 
could be motherfucking Kevin Durant in the Suns. And I don't give a fuck. We going out there to play to win. So uh, I'm very intrigued and very stoked about uh, this season. I am highly, you can call me on the bandwagon, but uh, Mike Brown definitely deserves to be uh, coach of the year um, with this turnaround. Um, I don't think anybody saw it. And just like I said, it's not just a Cinderella story. Um, just because, you know, it's been so long since the Kings made the playoffs. They're actually playing pretty well and against very good talent. So um, I think they're we're eight games away from being uh, to win 41 games, which, you know, hasn't been done in fucking forever. So I'm, I'm very intrigued, very hyped. Um, I, w- I watched a few other games I wasn't too impressed with. Giannis went out so i watched that game against um who did they go against the heat i watched uh bucks versus heats and uh that game was pretty boring but yeah no i'm full-blown invested into the kings at this point that's all i got there's nothing else to football's over so you know i don't really have anything else baseball's just about to start so paying close attention to them yeah i was i was very impressed with the kings and uh i didn't want to you know i know i've been hating on the kings for three four five seasons straight now and plus five plus years of giving you shit but i actually am happy that they're uh doing pretty decent there are some teams that like have a lot of legacy in the nba and sacramento is one of them and like it kind of hurts when they're like those types of teams are really sorry for a long time because it's like you lose a lot of fan base, and the, the Kings had a really good fan base when they were good. When the Kings are good, the fans really do come out, and there's some really good legacy games, especially between the Lakers and the Kings. Um, so, yeah, all them game yeah, seven, definitely in the, in the final Western so, Finals. I'm actually kind of happy, you know, that they're back. They're back in prominence, and like I said, y'all, y'all have had it should be good because y'all have had. 15 plus years of first round lottery picks. So finally something's panning out, but you guys are just, I think a piece of way from being like a legitimate, like consistent playoff team every year, you just need that superstar. And then it's like, okay, we got a team. And then I I wouldn't say you guys are championship contenders yet, um, but definitely could be consistent playoff teams. The only reason why I say you're a player away is because like, We've seen this kind of before, not with the Kings, but like, for instance, the Knicks uh, got like a solid roster, but don't have really like a superstar player. And like, they'll have a year where they're good and they make the playoffs and they get, you know, get swept the first round, but they don't do anything. Then the next year, they're like mediocre and don't make the playoffs. So you still need that consistent, you know, piece to build around. It's like, this is our guy, this is our team first and then you get the championship you know what i'm saying so um you're just missing that one and i really don't like i was looking at the uh upcoming free agents and i really didn't see anybody worthwhile so um it's going to be probably a trade for you guys really to get better but i honestly think i know you don't like them and (laughs) i was giving you shit about them before but maybe that would be a good situation for someone like ben simmons who uh just I think he needs like a team, like a just a complete fresh start without any pressure. And Sacramento, I think, would actually be a really good fit for that. Where, you know, 
you guys, no one's like looking at Sacramento and being like, oh, they're going to go to the finals, you know. So that may be, be a chance for him to build his confidence back, you know. So I actually don't think now, and not in the sense of making fun of y'all, I just think that a good playmaker like that would actually be, and a defensive guy would actually be really good for you guys. And then you can. Yeah, we're giving up a fucking like. 2035 second round pick. Yeah, like, whoa, well, no, no one's asking. I don't think the Nets are gonna. People have seen Ben Simmons. But I, I hear yeah, what I was you're gonna saying. say. I don't. I don't think the I Nets like would ask for anything crazy like that. They they see the way Ben Simmons is playing. His value is not high at all. Um, but I see. I hear what you're saying, and I agree. Like we're 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 starting to become back to relevance which is what we need in order to acquire a, a big talent um, just because it's like nobody wants to go to a losing team. So we've been in the funk for so long that nobody's kind of going to go somewhere where they don't have a chance of even making the playoffs, let alone, you know, reaching the NBA finals. So I think this is a, a good year to start. Um, we have good building blocks. I don't think we should be trading any of our key players. Um I think they do definitely need to sign, re-sign Malik Monk because uh, I think he's on a one-year deal, so, and I think he's proven himself. Yeah, and absolutely. I think the Lakers the are relationship that him and De'Aaron have, the relationship that him and De'Aaron have is uh, a good one. They gel perfectly. Um, it's almost back to Kentucky days, um, so you don't want to ruin that. And with you know the connection that Fox and Sabonis has. And then Keegan Murray, uh, showing very, he's gonna be, he's gonna be trouble in this league as a small forward, power forward um, position that he plays. So he's 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 a greenhorn. He's super, you know. He's this is his first year, but uh, from what I've seen, just in these last couple of months of watching him play, I'm very intrigued. Um, a lot of people kept saying uh, saying about I think what's his name, Jay Billis. Bilas, whatever, one of the, the analysts, um, he was mentioning that um, he's not a he's not gonna like he's a quiet triple double like he's a type of person that give you like twenty one ten and eleven, but it's not gonna be super flashy. He's not the big name that you know makes everybody be like, oh shit, we gotta watch this dude play. So it's a little different, but I'm excited and, and intrigued um, about this. Light thing. the beam. We'll I, I'm, I hope you know. I, I'm waiting for a Snapchat of you screaming like the beam, you know. So, no, oh, I'm telling you, if I'm in the playoffs and they win that game, I'm gonna be outside like ah, like you remember that uh that meme back in the days where it was like, I like I think it was like a super sweet sixteen team or it was like a Cinderella team and they made it and there's like that that coach and he's just like sitting there he's like ah, just screaming. That's gonna be me, but I, the beam's gonna be behind me. Like, I'm dead ass serious. Like, we're going to get it going. Yes, yes. So. Uh, well, I hope you guys make it, you know. Maybe, well, that would be crazy if they matched up with the Lakers. Well, I definitely, I'd be there too. I'd be like, okay, we're going to a game. We're going we gonna to watch the Lakers, the Lakers, uh, Sacramento. Now we got a business yeah. meeting in, in <laughs> gotta, Sacramento yeah. randomly on, or on the same day. Or a business the, meeting well. in L.A., one of the two. But we go into a game. If the Kings play the Lakers, oh, yeah, we in the game. I'm in crypto.com. You know what I'm saying? I'm basically, I'm going to be turned up on the side. They're going to be like, hey, you, sir, 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 you have to get off the court. 
No. No, LeVon. Hit LeVon. Get get your ass over here, LeVon. Let me talk to you. You you too, Anthony. Get over here. Y'all niggas better hoop. You know what I'm saying? Just like I did uh OBJ. You know what I'm saying? When I when I had to talk to him about our fantasy football, you know, I had to have a sit-down conversation one-on-one with him. Uh, you know, I'll have to have a one-on-one conversation with LeBron and Anthony Davis. I'll have to hit up some of my connects and stuff. So, yeah, but mm-hmm. we're going to be there. If if the Kings play the Lakers, we're going to be there. We're going to take y'all with us, too. So, Yeah, that's definitely going to be an interesting uh, segment, I feel like. We'll see. Lakers got some work to do, but it, it's looking promising so far this last couple. Yeah, of they're looking a we'll see if you they're looking a lot better, a lot better. You can see the ball movements a lot better, the spacing's better. LeBron looks better, AD looks better, everybody looks better. So, hopefully, we just keep on this up train. I wasn't really nervous that they weren't going to make the playoffs. I figured they'd make the playoffs as long as LeBron and AD were healthy. I was just more nervous of like how, where in the playoffs are they going to legitimately make the playoffs? Or are we going to have another year of uh, playing, you know, playing freaking Portland and Golden State in the first round and getting blown out. Like, that was more of my thing. So, um, they're looking a lot better. They're looking a lot yeah. better. But there was one thing that I did see this week that I wanted to get your opinion on and see how you feel about it. Because I know this is your boy. So, I just wanted to see, you know, you be out here talking about you the next Chris Brown out here. Um, and he posted he, – he posted something the last week um, that was very intriguing to me. And um, it was basically talking about how, you know, people people still criticize him for the, the Rihanna incident that was like almost like two decades ago. But then they they ridicule him for that, but then they be given baby face in his girl. I, I, what is it, Christian? Oh, Christine, Christine Rock. Whatever her name face. is. Yeah. They be they be tuning in every week to watch to on their little reality show to watch them beat on each other every week. So I wanted to get your opinion on it. Does he have a point? Um, is he blowing it out of portion, or is it just Chris Brown being Chris Brown on his like almost easy rank? Um, I mean, I'll say like one the thing that happened with Chris Brown and like Rihanna was also a different error we live in like a different time now where i'm not excusing what blueface and christine rock do because i think that stuff's disgusting and i don't know why we record and watch that but it's also a different time where it's like that stuff now is more like accepted i guess is the word i I don't even want to say accepted but it seems to be more accepted like no one's really frowning upon what they're doing um, but when Chris Brown and Rihanna did it, it was just like a complete like no go. Like, and I, I could see why now someone you know looking back, he could be like, you know, kind of shitty about it because it's like these the Christine and Blueface are making money off of beating on each other. Basically, you know, they're they're staying relevant, getting shows and booked and stuff off their toxic relationship. But people enjoy that stuff now. I really don't know why. I also think it's a poor representation of the black community as well um you know i was me and my girl were sitting down we watched this video about uh basically how celebrities nowadays like what the black image is for hollywood and compared to like what it is for white people and it's like you'll see a lot of like 
what what it are the Hollywood celebrities are always athletes or really ghetto trashy people who get on there and are screaming and ranting and yelling and blah blah blah. And they will always, even when someone isn't black, they will label a person black based upon just those actions. For instance, Cardi B. Cardi B is not black whatsoever. She has no black in her. Her dad's Dominican and her mom's uh for her mom's Dominican or her dad's Dominican and the other one's from the islands, vice versa. Like there's no Afro, she's not Afro-Latino, she's she's not any of that. But her behavior is very reminiscent of what people kind of say is black behavior, right? You know, she's walking around, she's she's a gang related, grew up in the hood, blah, blah, blah. And I just think that, you know, if as the black community, what we need to do is stop and watching things like that and co-signing things like that. And, you know, going back to Chris Brown, I could see why he feels some type of way because, you know, he did something and he was young and he paid for it, you know, and they don't seem like they're paying for it. They seem like they're getting rewarded for it. And so I, I could definitely see why he, he'd be upset, but I just feel like in long story short is like, we shouldn't even be watching stuff like that. Like we should be, watching you know healthy black relationships and that's what we should be trying to push on the on the media not these you know super ghetto ratchet women you know with 20 inch weave you know installs that half of them aren't even really black you know what i'm saying like it, it's just you know and there there's a lot of in the video also talked about christine rock you know like how some of these women are colorists and they'll call you know dark-skinned black women ugly and stuff like that and it's like I just don't understand why like we are even watching stuff like like why are people watching stuff like this? This stuff's disgusting. Like in real truthfully reality, this stuff's disgusting. And like you're letting your kids, some people are even letting their kids and stuff watch this. And guess what they're gonna do when they get older? They're gonna think that that's the type of relationship yeah. Emulate what yep, they see. That's the type of relationship they're gonna wanna have with their significant other. And they're gonna say, you know, if they're not punching me and beating on me, like they I guess they love me. I guess that means they love me. You know, it's it, it's terrible. It really is terrible. Like in the grand scheme of things, it really is awful. And I really hope that one day, you know, we kind of just wake up and just be like, okay, Blueface and Christine Rock need help. And they need to go see counseling or seek therapy and, you know, and get it, get them away from that so they can be better people and actually live healthy, successful, truly successful lives. You know, because at this rate, one of these motherfuckers are going to kill each other. Like, they really be beating on each other, like, bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? It only takes one oops, you know, oops punch, oops slip and fall. You crack your head, you snap your neck, and then one of them's dead. And, you know, and then we're talking about, you know, Blueface's funeral or Christine Rock's funeral. That Like, that's not the type of publicity anybody wants. So I definitely can understand why Chris Brown is upset. Definitely. And you want to know the crazy part is, is like they be showing like photos and videos of Christine Rock before she met Blueface. And she was like a track star. Like, and like, I don't want to say, I don't want to say she's not beautiful now. But back in when she was, when she wasn't with Blueface, she was gorgeous. Like, I was like, that's not the same person. And my sister, because, you know, my sister watches that shit. I was like, that's not the same person, bro. And she's like, nah, this, there is, that's dead ass the same person. And it's like, no, nah, you really like it's crazy how like what people the lengths people do just to become famous and shit. Like I'm not fucking 
changing my whole persona and doing all this shit, like trying to act like I'm something I'm not just to please millions of people or just to live a luxurious lifestyle. Like that's not, uh, I feel like you're setting up, that's, that's short term type things. Cause what's going to happen? You're going to get old and nobody going to want to watch that shit. They're going to move on to the next young couple. That's, you know, bigger name, more famous type shit. Then you're going to be broke as fuck because you always been, have, you've been doing blowing your money off on stupid shit, doing stupid shit, and now you don't have nothing to, to set you back up on. It's kind of like old rappers, like back in the day, or even some like NFL, like you know they had that thirty for thirty for uh, ball players that you know went broke. I was like, that's how a lot of celebrities are gonna end up being because you know they just been like they think short term, they think oh the now and here, like they think that them being rich and famous is like. For the end of, for the end of time and it's like no that shit comes and goes bro like you you do one thing crazy and it's and you don't have that success like with chris brown the only thing that keeps him from you know from fading away is because you know he makes good music and that boy can dance his ass off so it's like people are always going to want to see chris brown like he he was the truth he's the prince of pop or whatever. yeah prince because king king is michael jackson so he was the prince of pop and and everything of that nature so it's like he knows he sees it and then like you know they see nowadays chicks see uh chris brown and they're like "Ooh, that's a lawsuit i can get get some money off of his ass type shit so you will need to be careful with the company they keep because the shit's it just him he, he i dislike this topic because chris brown makes a valid point and i just feel like society has just written chris brown off to this point where it's just like Everything Chris Brown does is like, he's guilty, he's guilty, he's guilty. And it's like, bro, y'all don't even know the facts yet. And y'all just writing this man off of one incident that happened between him and Rihanna. And like, Chris Brown's been on his his better behavior. Honestly, since he's gotten kids and stuff, he's not, I don't ever hear anything about him besides he got music coming out or he's in this song or he's in that song, you know, and that's good. That's, that's the type of stuff you kind of want to do you know especially when you reach like our age i think chris brown's a little older than us but you know like we're in our 30s now like we shouldn't be on your goal shouldn't to be on tv fighting anyways you know that's that's not really a good look and then like you were saying when you get older you can't do this stuff anymore you can't be on tv fighting anymore because you're just too damn old and stuff or nobody cares about you anymore then what you know it's not it's you just it's not a up. good way to set yourself up. And that kind of goes back to what we were talking about two weeks ago, the forever rich mindset and really trying to figure out ways to make money and keep making money and have passive income rather than, you know, trying to, you're making money now, but you won't be making money later, you know, and it's a bad, not even just that. So it's, it's just, just one of those things where it's, it's just, it's a double L, you know, and, you know, some people might say, you know, we're, we're lame for, you know, this. it's just like what we were talking about. Go ahead, sorry. It's just like what we were talking about what last week too. It's like, you know, the company you keep, like you're supposed to be moving on. Like you got to a certain stage and you want you should be wanting to do more and better yourself. And it's like you're not doing that. You're just fucking staying around the same people that just make you somewhat famous. And it's like you're gonna burn out. You're not gonna be the type of person you wanna be at the end. Yep, I totally agree. So I hope you know, like I said, I hope, you know, next next time we talk about Christine Rock and Blueface, because I really don't even want to talk about them anymore ever again. But 
um, if we have to bring them up, I hope it's a more in a more positive way and not, you know, still talking about how they punch each other in the face. But I do want to cover one more thing. Um, and this is totally a side note, but I know we haven't talked about sneakers in a long time on here. And we, we are truly sneak. I know we started out seeing like we're sneakerheads and we like sneakers, but, um, I saw something last week and it was like the full calendar release of some of the of the summer releases of the Jordans. And I was going through mm-hmm. them and bro, I'm not gonna lie, bro. This heat this year. They're real heat this year. And like maybe we'll post a picture of uh of each one what I'm ta- I'm talking about. But so one, we brought up Jason Tatum and his um shoe and we were talking about how terrible it is but we actually have the real uh silhouette of what the really the shoe looks like the jordan tatum ones pink lemonade and uh a lot better still not that great but a lot better um i do like this colorway and i think it's pretty fucking tough um but some of the other shoes that i'm really hyped for are the unc fives tough absolutely tough i love unc colorway um, I think fives don't get enough love at all. Uh, they don't really be pumping out five colorways like that. Five is just one of those silhouettes that like comes out and like, but fives is one of those silhouettes where the colorway makes the shoe. Like there are some shoes like 11s and 13s can pretty much have any colorway. They still look good. Right. But the fives, if you have a shitty colorway on some fives, it looks really bad. So these UNC fives tough. Um, Another shoe that I'm super hyped for is the uh, white cement reimage threes. I think this is a lot cleaner than the uh, cement, the original white cements. Um, it's just a lot little, little cleaner look. Um, let me see. Let me keep going down this list. Hold on. Oh, uh, the lucky the the, the lucky green. And see, we was talking about this last year. My bad. I don't want to keep cutting you off. But we was talking about this last year. The women's colorways have been fire for like the past four years and the men's colorway is the same and it's it's still the same these lucky green threes for the women's is tough i don't understand why they keep doing this where they just don't make both like bro people men don't wear just red and black and you want to know the worst part of it all is it's like the women's be so mean and then they don't they be limited on their sizes like mm-hmm. they only go up to like a men's 10 they be like, bro, like, cause what what just came out? The Laney ones. I wanted the Laney ones. Those were clean. They didn't have them. And then now the um, what's the French ones that the, that Jordan be coming the out? It's like moves. the La. Nah, it's they're twelves. Twelve. And they have like Are they that, coming out this that year? almost like velvet. Yeah, they. I think they're just about to come out. Uh, but they're the. It's like a almost like a red velvet color. It's all white with the red velvet in. on the. The switch, bro. Women's shoes is just—they're killing it for the women, and it's just like so pissed off. Like unless you wear a little kid size, like it shit's raggedy, bro. Like, and then you have like the the women's midnight navy elevens. Yeah, you had the well, the cherry varsity ones weren't that good, but women's shoes is starting to become better than the men's. Like, yeah. And oh, I see. Starting... You're talking about the fourteen laneys. They're like the dark. No, they were the ones that came. Other ones. Uh, yeah, they came out last, like two weeks ago, on the seventeenth. Also, um, the f- those are the fire. F- 
the five retro SC crafts are tough. They kind of look like off whites. Um, the Toro sixes are tough. The white infrareds, I fuck with. Did you see the aqua sixes that are supposed to be? Yeah, I did out? see those. Uh, those are pretty good too. Um, let me see what else I was there. I was looking through this list and I was like, wow, there's a lot of good shoes in here. Um, the red cements coming back out. Can't go wrong with cement. Yeah, you cements. can't go wrong. But I, I just wanted to, oh, the burgundy fives. I saw that. I was like, that. those is tough. You had like that, like a burgundy, like jumper, like a jump track suit, all velvet track suit, like a jump man one with those. Boy, you're killing the game. Killing the game. Some more Travis Scott's. I mean, there's just a lot of good quality shoes. And like maybe next week's episode, we'll go through um, more of the list. But I just kind of wanted to see if you saw any of them. But I just kind of wanted to throw it out there that the, that the quality this year, they stepped it up. I think they must have heard us last year and was like, okay, well, I, I, we got to do something. Because last year was pretty trash. I didn't like a lot of the shoes that were coming out last year. So. I feel like this year was a good yeah, but this is a much better also year. The prices, and maybe it's just the because like some of these. Yeah, well, you already know two ten, two tens like the new one ninety now. So yeah, but it just depends. Like, like some shoes, okay, you know, I, I'll get resale if they're really tough. But like, I still got my limits now. Like, it's gotta be a the shoe of shoe for me to pay like some of these resale prices. Like. Some of this shit like seven fifty, eight hundred, nine hundred. And some of these shoes be like super average, or they be like resort or color swaps, palette swaps. You know, like instead of blue and white, with the shame shoe blue and green. You know, it's like okay, I'm not gonna pay nine hundred for for this. And I, I really think Nike needs to do a better job, um, and Jordan needs to do a better job with uh, cutting down on the amount of resale because um, the resale market is getting crazy. People is eating up these shoes. And I mean, people are just buying anything in bulk and just trying to sell it. Like, it's like kind of a travesty. It's it's almost as bad as the Beyonce tickets. You know what I'm saying? Like, or you might, or you might got to sell a kidney to, to get a shoe. You might have to sell a kidney to go to a Beyonce concert. So, but there's a lot better colorways. So, you definitely throughout the year, if we nab some, I'm definitely going to be doing some uh, shoe reviews. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. I think the last shoe that I copped was the Royal Court, Court 13s. And the only reason why I got those was because of the match my King's jersey. Hey, man. So, yeah. Now you see. It's been a hot and minute. that's why. Good karma. You bought the shoes and now the Kings is winning. And you can light the beam up you know, when they, at a game with the. Oh, I'll be. When I went to the. Uh, Rockets Kings game last year, I was I was tiptoed in black and purple the whole the whole nine, bro. And it was funny because I I think I could have swore I said it on the last episode uh when we talked about it. Mars, and you know, she's from Houston, so I, I make her a Rockets fan until she picks whatever team she wants to pick. So but so she was in her Rockets jersey and it was just me and Mars going to the game. So everyone was like looking at us like, Why the fuck is this King fan with this Rocket kid? <laughs> But they thought you, you know, she's about to call C- CPA, CPS on you. Like, yeah, this this man stole this kid out here. He forced her to go to the Kings Kings Rocket game. What kind of cruelty is this? Yeah, even though she looks like identical mini version of myself, they were like, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, okay, it's just because yeah, you made her go to a bad NBA game. That's that's why they was calling. <laughs> no. So no. better than a Laker game. Would it? I don't think so. Maybe now. Now it would be. 
maybe now, but yeah. I didn't make the playoffs last year neither. LeBron was hurt. Oh, look, all these excuses. What am I telling you, man? If we had LeBron and Anthony Davis on our team, we would not be a fucking not. You have way better role players and young players, though, than the Lakers do. That's the. That's but, my no, but that's that your organization doesn't run. That's the, but that's the difference, though. It's team. like when you have superstars, you get less quality bench and stuff players because the superstars are demanding way more. I mean, they're taking four million, two hundred million, four years, two hundred million now. That's like half your salary cap. So if if these guys can get that kind of money, you're not gonna get De'Aaron Foxes and Malik Monks and Bogdanoviches and stuff like that, you know, and that that's where the big teams really suffer compared to the small teams. Small teams get all the good players, and guess what happens? Y'all have a good year, and then everyone poaches your team for the for y'all players, and then y'all stay trash. Y'all suck for another ten years because you can't keep anybody. It's it's a it's like a circle. That's it's funny. a circle of life kind of like type deal, where it's like the the big team eating you up. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how well the Lakers do, and then no, by the end of the season, we'll see who's standing strong. Yeah, you know, I just dropped some NBA knowledge for y'all. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, if y'all need a GM, any NBA team looking for a GM, you know, hit me up. I got y'all. You know, my 2K, my my old 2K, uh, my teams and stuff, man. They was legendary. Okay, I can I can throw a team together now. You know what I'm saying? I I'd have some years where I'm going set 70, 72 and 10. So, you know, y'all need to check my record. That's all. That's all. And then I'd be his ass like the fucking bad boys pistons and he'd be sick as hell. Yeah, because you'd be cheating putting the sliders up. We're not going to get into cheating. We're not going to put into get into your cheat codes that you'd be putting. You know what? 2K24, we're going to buy it and we're going to have matches and we're going to see who's who's cheating and who's who's actually. If you want to be exposed and let people see you. Boosting the sliders up, I mean that's that's your on you. Nah, we going live too. So when you be when you be xing it out talking about my internet, I don't want to hear See, shit. You on a you on a PC too, so I don't want to hear nothing about no damn internet. Tell Monica she can't be at the house. <laughs> uh, she can't be uploading nothing. <laughs> she ain't been doing no homework, no nothing. Everything has no electronics other than the PC loaded to the oh, internet. Man. Okay, man, I gotta make sure my blood sugar right. I gotta make sure I've eaten prior to the game. You know. See, look at all these sure excuses because all those dog man, all these things matter, man. You know what I'm saying? Like your blood sugar low, you can't play to utmost, and say so that's how you win. You win when you catch me at, at my weakest. You know, my blood sugar be low. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying I'd be sleepy because I worked a full day, but when I'm fresh, got a full stomach, I'm undefeated. So that's all what right. We're gonna see. So that's all I got to say about that. Be prepared for that, fans. The 2K ass whoopings he's going to receive all summer long or all fall next year, I should say. All right. So, there you have it, guys. We're going to have some 2K games for you, and y'all can see King Down and I get his ass beat. But uh, that's where I think we're going to call it here. You know, I I feel like those, this has been a productive podcast. I've been a productive week. So, we hope you guys have a good going into your next week. Hope you guys had a good February. And we're going to start March off, hopefully, here with some positivity and with good, smart business moves. And do you have anything else to say to the people? 
As always, positive mindsets make positive outcomes. This is the Forever Rich Podcast, and we appreciate y'all tuning in. Thank you, y'all. Y'all have a good week.